Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Afternoon FM. Today, I'm joined by Andrea McKenna of Art House. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> this is take two. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Thank you for, jo- thank you for joining me today. <laughs> sure, no problem. No problem. Um, what do you want to talk to me about? <laughs> uh, we're going to be going a little bit. We're going to be going a little bit about her life, her politics, her social security number, <laughs> and a list of her fears, but mostly her early life and how my early she got life. into art mm, and her okay. interests. Yes, right. We're going to be learning a little bit about this lovely lady today. Okay. Andrew, so, Andrew, thank you for joining me. Oh, well, thank you for having me. So, uh, Tell me a little bit about uh, like your beginnings. Where are you from? My beginnings. Well, I am from Fort Lee, New Jersey, and that is where I'm living right now. Hmm. Um, I moved to Jersey City in 1999 and lived there until the pandemic and then uh, moved back. What is, uh, what was it like, like, hitting Jersey City in 1999? I didn't know that there was really an art scene, um, at all. I mean, there probably was, but I did not, I didn't know that. I was with, uh, my now husband. And um, he lived in the Journal Square area. Mm. So that's where I hung out. And I didn't know that there was an art scene downtown. I, I sorted a little bit, but I didn't know anybody. Mm. Um, and I was a decorative painter. And that's sort of when I started my business, which was in 99. And, well, it's actually not when I, I started my business later, but I started becoming a, a, a painter. I, I worked for a company in North Jersey. Uh, is starting in 99 so um, yeah I just worked like seven days a week I mean I was uh, working for them and and uh, I did like my samples on the weekends and then I would go see clients on the weekends and then do jobs and what entails about decorative painting like like so it's like uh, faux finishing Hmm. so it's like Venetian plaster and textures stencils Hmm. all for you know interiors of a private home Hmm. So, I got into that in, yeah, in about 99 when I moved to Jersey City. And so, I was out of the, you know, I was driving all over New Jersey. Um, I didn't work in Jersey City. So, I was, you know, in the morning out of, yeah, all over the state, really. So, um, come back, you know, regular time and then just hang out with, you know, with my boyfriend, who's now my husband. (laughs) And, you know, just had a life there, but we didn't, but I didn't know that there was uh, really an art scene. I didn't, I wasn't actively painting then either, because when I became a paint decorative painter, I was, it was so exhausting that I didn't have any time to do the painting. And uh, I kind of let it go for a while, which was really saddening. Um, and then it wasn't until the housing market mm. in 2008 Capitalism gone that, wild. <laughs> <laughs> coming, coming to that I, yeah, I lost a lot of my business within like days like I I usually had like six months to a year booked out Mm. and that weekend it was like I kept getting phone calls of people postponing and canceling their jobs Mm. and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do I'm like Mm. you know so I mean I had a few jobs here and there but not you know not like I'm used to so I decided that I was gonna go back to painting I had the time Mm -hmm. and um so I started doing like these, you know, decorative pieces that you can hang in homes. You know, I used to sell them at like the Hoboken Arts and Music Festival. You know, I painted furniture. Mm. I did all of this sort of stuff to just sort of get myself back into painting again. Mm. And um, and then, you know, things picked up with work, but I still, you know, s- still started painting. And then, and then I realized that there was a scene downtown. Um, in Jersey City yeah, and, and no, then no. I started to connect with people and meet them and and yeah and I, I started volunteering for this organization called Art House Productions and uh, little did I know <laughs> that years later I would be their gallery director Word. in their brand new building you know um, on Marin Boulevard but I've I mean I've been with them was, for a uh, while now what was where was our house before was so art house is a nonprofit uh, multi-arts organization and was you know they started in little spaces they started in 2001 
and they were sort of based in various places throughout the city um, because they were a nonprofit. They got sort of uh, rent stabilization here and there, and mm. were sponsored by different developers. And um, they were in, let's see, the spaces that I'm familiar with was Hamilton Park. They were in a school at the top floor of a school there. Mm. Then they moved to Journal Square into this uh, old Verizon building that they eventually torn down. Mm. And then Cast Iron Lofts um, on the border of Hoboken. Uh, yeah, yeah. On Jersey Ave. And now our final destination, which is uh, at the Hendricks on 345 Marin Boulevard in Jersey City. Right. And we just cut the ribbon on July 13th, but we've been there for, we've been there for like, you know, six months or so. And, um, yeah, so I started volunteering for Art House in like 2011, 2012, and then um, did some set design for them and uh, worked on worked on sets and started helping with Snowball, which is their big fundraising gala. And yeah, yeah, I've heard and a lot then, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually became lead designer for Snowball, and then when they moved to Cast Iron Lofts, I was asked to be a curator in their gallery and hmm. then just sort of became director of the gallery and you know so I've been working you know for them for like five years doing that right yeah what uh and you also have a show coming up there I plug, do plug, plug. I do September 9th uh well it's actually September 8th to October 1st and the reception is September 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. And there's also a preview on JC Fridays uh, at 7.15. And that will be at the gallery. And yeah, so so that came about because uh, my director, executive director, Meredith Burns of Art House um, sort of said, you know, you really should have, you know, you really should show your work here. And I was mm. like, no. I work, this is my gallery, like I'm supposed to, you know, show other artists. And, and I was uncomfortable with it for a while, but then I thought, well, if I got a curator to do it, then yeah. I could sort of step back as, you know, as the one in charge and have somebody kind of take over in that role. How does that feel? Like, how does it, it feel? It feels good because I love the person I chose to curate my show. Oh, wait. Her name is Lucy Rivetto, and oh. she's awesome. She's a wonderful artist and human being, and uh, she's very talented. She's very creative, and she's a great curator. Right. So um, that'll work out. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't shown anything new since t since like 2020 since right before the mm. pandemic really yeah like mm. new work i mean i've done new things and i've shown in group shows and stuff like that but i haven't had a i haven't had any kind of a show show in a while so this will be i was gonna ask when you returned to painting yeah. what kind of subjects were you trying to like approach like what was uh so i was doing more of like this creature and not really animated but i guess sort of animated creatures with like floating heads and and just kind of but like not realistic you mm. know something that you'd see maybe in like a graphic novel or something you know mm. like uh like yeah just uh, i don't know i love the idea of doing kind of like a science fiction or some kind of um surrealistic mm. impression of of people or characters if you will but then it started to turn into something else as time went by and i started to realize that you know these look more like spirits from another world and and then the more i got into it you know i started to in 2013 i lost my mother and i was doing this painting and it's sort of during the process of 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 like when you know from the time she passed to when I finished the work it started to remind me of like somebody that was in the afterlife mm. and I thought you know because I mean I was thinking a lot about death and and grieving for my mother and all that and so it started to like hit with me that you know maybe this is something I would like to pursue because it was comfortable mm. I don't know why it was but it felt comfortable to create things that were not alive mm. or not real and i could just i was experimenting with texture and i 
I have never gone back to yeah, painting I've on flat canvas after I've I worked with texture. Yeah, I I've noticed that with your pieces, like they're like really. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. They're tactile. They're yeah. Yeah. They're. Yeah. And when then I found, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, when did the burning come into the <laughs> oh, That comes a little later. Oh, okay. But then I started working on burlap, which I, I just, I don't even know how I started working on it. I think I just found the material at some point in some, it like, a skirt. felt perfect. And I was like, this is, like, so fibrous and dense and, like, itchy and just scratchy. It mm. felt like, um... Like, I wasn't supposed to paint on it. Mm, <laughs> you know mm, what I mean? Mm. It's like, I was always looking for things that I wasn't supposed to do. I was very non-traditional in my in my thought process of creating art. And mm. I suppose because in, you know, when I was learning, I went to art school and I felt like in the beginning I wasn't really an artist and I had to really, really work at it hmm. hard to do like the figure and the still lives and the things that you're supposed to learn how to paint. Yeah. And I eventually learned how to do all of that. But then... I just wanted to do something else that was so different and not... You wanted to make your own like, I wanted signature. to make my own, yeah, I wanted to make my own and I couldn't figure that out, but I, it was starting to happen before I even realized it, you know, mm. with with just picking up the burlap and painting oil on burlap, which is really the hardest thing ever. It's like... Very I just, time consuming? It's very time consuming. And, and plus, that was about the time I was stopping with oil paint because I couldn't, the fumes were just you know it's just giving me headaches and everything and and i really hated acrylic but once i applied the texture to the burlap then it started to make sense and then mm. i used acrylic and then it just kind of all felt like it felt like this is what i'm this what i'm gonna do now because mm. it felt good it felt comfortable um my decorative painting skills came into play with using the texture and how different stains and paints worked with it mm and what materials I should use to create what kind of effects and so it felt really good to do it and then I, I don't know I just started to paint these figures that didn't look they just did not look like they were from here so mm. yeah it just Which kind of fell into place I don't it's know it's weird it's I've noticed that in a lot of I've done a lot of these interviews and it seems to be a common thread with everybody it's like and anytime that like people they go and they're like kind of venturing like this was a venture for me and it was weird i actually did a podcast last night and yeah. i remember recalling to my friend who was like yo you got to come and you have to have your intro and i was like ladies and gentlemen welcome to another like, you know what i mean <laughs> it was like and it was a whole new format for me i had no idea but it was strange because i, I do photography photography is my is like my everyday film like I, my purpose yeah. is to make films I remember, it's been 10 years as being a filmmaker and I like chose this path and uh, you know and I like when I was in my early 20s I'd struggle a lot I didn't know what the fuck to like I, I didn't know what to make I didn't know like you know how to like I would just and I would walk around LA and I would just take photos of homeless people kind of what I'm still doing <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, but, uh, but, but it's like not that that i'm like you know i like learned a lot you know what i mean but it's like yeah i didn't have a style or any like specific thing to do like looking at back at like your first paintings and stuff and then it's just you slowly come into yourself like a fucking caterpillar think, or some shit yeah i think it finds you i think that it fi like you know i know a lot of artists i've met a lot of artists over the years and i feel like you know sometimes they ask you know like you know i'm confused about what i should do and i said you just have to do what you feel is right you know and and i know a lot of artists that do a lot of different styles and a lot of different mediums and a, and that's great because you're experimenting you're trying to find your thing i've tried to do that with other materials in art and it just hasn't stuck yet because mm. i love so much working with texture and this fibrous material that I'm sort of not done with it yet, you know, so I'm just kind of yeah. continuing the process and then finding other ways to make it come alive, I guess. And mm. I guess that's where the mm. burning comes in. <laughs> 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 I always wondered, I was like, is it like, are you a burner? <laughs> no, I never. N never went to burning? Never, Huh? Oh, like you never went to Burning Man? I'm going to Burning Man at the end of the month. No, month, I've so never. No, Burning Man me. is not my thing. That is uh, not my thing. It really it is. is like it's um. I just uh. No, it has nothing to do with that. I just, first of all, I love film as well, mm. and I love 
uh, video making and like doing things with video and and trying to incorporate the art into an atmosphere, uh, an environment. Mm. You know, um, in 2020, I took my paintings out to Sandy Hook mm. and photographing them on like in the water and in you know in the ocean and stuff and and like in these little streams and putting it in the water and and seeing the effects of that and sort of videotaping that and, f and taking pictures mm. and it just felt like it felt, felt right. so right i was like this is you know because a lot a lot of the pieces like, they kind of look like mermaids in this not mermaids but like they look like they come from the ocean i guess at mm. some point like they're spirits that maybe like wavy well they you know it, i guess i'm I'm, I know I don't make any sense, but no, I don't know. It it's almost like, sense. you know, we come from somewhere, right? Where do we come from exactly? You know, hmm. where is where do we come from, right? <laughs> I mean, I feel like we come from the ocean in a certain weird way. Hmm. Like we come from there and then we go somewhere else. Maybe we go back to the ocean. I don't know. I'm very tied to the water, yeah. even though I don't like being in the water. Like I don't swim. No, so yeah, I don't no. like being in the water, but I love being near it and I feel a real connection to it. And I feel like you know um this there's a the, deep the sense of calm anytime you actually i think it's like there's like yeah. a neuro study or some shit where it's like anybody who like like people in beach towns are inherently more calm <laughs> well that's because <laughs> that's because the ocean is you know i think scientifically proven to reduce your stress yeah it's you know um and i love the ocean so much and i just feel like the work that I'm doing sort of comes from like the deep sea because I also feel like it's just as mysterious as death. I feel mm. like the deep ocean is just as like what is down there. You know, and once you get down there, I mean, you know, you can't survive down there. Yeah. And we still can't survive no, down there. No, we like cannot. There are parts and of the ocean we can't no, even. No. Like, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> that was a weird ass one. Yeah, that was. But anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so I feel like when we pass on, we, our spirit just. I don't know where it goes, but I don't have any experience with that. Like mm. I don't have spirits coming to me and telling me things or I don't, no. I'm not a medium or anything like that, but it's an innate I feeling. just feel like we, you know, that there's another thing after this. I feel like there's something else. And what does it look like when we're going there? And I think that's a lot of what my work looks like is, you know, it's sort of like the in-between world. It's like, what do we look like when we pass on? We're sort of, dissolving our physical selves mm. and transcending into something else mm. and back really back to energy and what does that energy look like does it look like anything does it look does it have color mm. do you still have parts of yourself or parts of your soul is still lingering there so it's kind of like that it's what what do you look like when you're traveling to your next place mm. um, and that's always been a, a mm. little bit of a, a question right so I kind of work off of that and that's just developed over time and now mm. I feel like yeah that's kind of it that is you that's know what wonderful. is it no that's wonderful and I think the burning came in because I was looking for another way to make the pieces uh, come into a new environment mm. and be and and the act of burning, the act of lighting it on fire and seeing it burn and then extinguishing the flames leaves you with these charred edges and charred pieces of burlap. And it's sort of another, it's just, it puts it in another context. Mm. Um, you know, as opposed to putting them in water. <laughs> <laughs> I like putting them in water and making them float in the ocean and... You know, the salt water doesn't affect them at all, but, you know, sometimes there's still sand that sort of lingers Residue there for a while, which stuff, I love. Yeah. But um, that's one environment, and then burning it just seems like that's the ultimate transition when they're just disappearing into whatever they're going to become. Um, Putting all your pieces out as journeys. It's weird. They're like... Yeah, uh, so the... so. Like, messages in a bottle or something like yeah exactly yeah. so the painting that i chose to burn in the video that i did it in seven um shout out to kasha shout out to kasha yeah Josh, and yes the all, you, ship. all you crazy <laughs> motherfuckers that guardianship guardianship yes and josh helped a lot because he you know facilitated the burning but 
I, I picked a, a piece that was nine feet tall and something that I did in 2017. And I thought, you know, it wasn't a really good painting as far as I was concerned, like not my favorite. And I mm. thought, well, I can let this go. You know, I can mm. let this go and I can let's see what happens to it when I burn it. Because mm. I want to see what happens. I didn't want I wasn't going to pick my favorite piece, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I thought, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so which one of you bad paintings is gonna go up in flames <laughs> so. it's weird you know, I, it's, I, I did a profile on this uh this lebanese artist for this newspaper called the patersonian i still am working on but um i did like a little quick documentary piece on this guy and this guy he he only draws the women that broke his heart it was really really sad dude shout out to Sa- saeed all the time uh but he burns everything. Like, wow. He wants to burn every painting that he like makes, which is like this weird sense of disattachment, and it's like oh, okay. I don't know. That, yeah. That's no, a, I'm. I don't want want the attachment. I sort of. You want I don't want the disattachment. The, I want. A, I want more attachment in mm. a sense of like seeing, you know, what happens to it. And well, I thought that I was going to burn the entire. I thought the painting was just going to be completely burnt. You know, yeah. when we did it, and. Um, it was, you know, I'm glad I got it on film, but I thought that whole thing was just going to dissolve, uh, mm. disintegrate rather. And when it fell off the pole, I had it hanging to a pole and it collapsed on the ground. Well, we had to put it out because, you know, we're just, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like time to put leave it a out. Burning painting just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we put it out and then <laughs> we're all like, you know, cleaning up and walking away from it. And then I was like, oh, wait, I should just maybe, you know, pull this out and let it lay on the ground mm. just to see you know what it looks like so i pulled it out and i stretched it out onto the dirt and the sand there and then i started to film that because i thought this is like the ambers of the burning oh, is still yeah. there beautiful. and i was like wow i'm like this is beautiful like this piece has more to it now than it did before yeah. and i thought I love this. So <laughs> Some poetry <laughs> in so, that, for real. I loved it. And um, so I let it sit there overnight. I came back the next day and then filmed it again, you know, just lying there. And I thought, you know, this is really beautiful now. Mm. It just... And then it started to make sense with all of the... It's more character to it. More character, but also because I've been going... I've been just experiencing a lot of grief the last three years because mm. I, uh, I lost my best friend in the beginning of the pandemic like in the very beginning like mm. april and um Sorry to hear that. thanks and then my aunt died a month later and then my father died a year this after is all that COVID. well yeah they didn't my aunt and my father didn't die of COVID. they just they were you know yeah. it was their time but uh, my best friend died of COVID, and it was very traumatic and and um i'm still like the three people that i love most in the world were well, not most. I mean, I love my husband, <laughs> but <laughs> she like, but like they were gone, and um, I didn't have any time to grieve them. I didn't have any time because mm. it was COVID and things were happening, and and you know it was just so much. And I was in charge of like their their after life, uh, yeah. their estates, and and all this kind of stuff. Just and a then lot of responsibility and put as soon on as my yeah as soon as my dad died then my husband got sick but he's better now but it was just like one thing after another after another and i had no time to really process these losses that happened Mm. and you know they were pretty monumental i mean Mm. i had plenty of time for my mom because nothing happened after that and uh but these three were like back to back it was like getting shot three times you know (laughs) and then just you know having to go on with these bleeding wounds yeah. you know and doing all these we're having all these responsibilities and taking care of things and then we moved out of jersey city and back to my back to the house where i grew up in because now it was empty mm. uh, my aunt and my father both lived there uh, on different floors and um it just made sense yeah. because jersey city was now jersey city it was just becoming well at the time everything was closed everything you couldn't do anything oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it just seemed so depressing, and it just yeah. seemed like you know we should get out of here. I was in Lower and East Side when that shit happened. It was this. I was border Chinatown. 
Oh, oh my god, god. this is scary. It, it was, was I, I dipped. I dipped after a week. I, 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 it I, was, I, I booked like three plane tickets, two of the plane tickets canceled. I was going outside, going to like I was like, Oh, you know, this, this is a great <laughs> spot, you know, this is wonderful, you know, there's a comedy <laughs> bar down the block, let's go get a Brooklyn yeah. lager. And COVID hit. I was like, Oh, my dumpling guy and then like there's just Chinese dudes looking at the sky. <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, like, yo, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I, I heard my roommate coughing. I was like, no, I gotta get no, out of here. No, I know. I it's just, it was nuts. Right? It COVID, was a lot. COVID was nuts. Yeah. It feels weird. It feels like a weird dream now. It does because those three years, so many bad things happened in those three years. But then again, a lot of good things happened too. Yeah. Um, a lot of good things happened. So it was I a creative wave. It was a, a creative wave. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was. So I can't discount all of that but it was such it was also at the same time traumatic and and just like you know uh, going on and dealing with all this stuff while still still grieving for these losses and so I just take it out in the work I just put it out into the work Mm. that's really the only way I can do it um I was gonna ask is it's got to feel like a catharsis or yeah I think that painting is really the only safe place to be for me um is is just you know trying to, and you know it it doesn't necessarily have to correlate exactly with what you're going through because it's like hard to paint what you're feeling but i think yeah. that what i paint is clearly what i'm yeah. feeling especially then burning it and stuff like that yeah um it's energy it's like you're it's finally energy. it's energy, energy. exactly it's like, it's like you're you're creating it and then you want to you want to treat it somehow and get it to another place yeah. and that's where like this newfound love of burning my work uh is is going because i feel like there's there's life in it because it's life to paint it it's it has life when when it's done and then burning it is another act of life in a yeah. sense and death yeah and it's sort of it's almost i wouldn't say killing it but it's giving it another because this place is to live it's giving it another place to live in this charred sort of like it's way. lived this way for a long time it's and it's kind of been stable in this spot <laughs> and then it's like yeah 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 it's kind of so we'll see what you know all of this what kind brings. of pieces you got lined up for this show now uh, i'm really <laughs> curious i'm like well is this um, like a i am going to include the piece that i burned in mm. the, f- the in the video because it just looks beautiful you yeah. know and i it's like i've got i i took all the pieces that were falling off of it and i kept them too it was like oh look it's like pieces of the painting i'm gonna keep that because they look cool and yeah. and um and i'm gonna so i'm gonna include that and i have all the other pieces are new all the other pieces I, i've been working on since january hmm. and um and they're, they're they they've been treated, let's say, with uh, with with burning, <laughs> burning. <laughs> they um, yeah, they've. Uh, I, I'm sort of finding a fun way to uh, give it a new, like gi- giving it new life. importance, giving it new life, giving yeah. it something something to say, like you know this is this is i don't know it's like it's (laughs) i always find it hard to talk about the work because you're not really sure sometimes where it's going especially when you find a new medium such as fire yeah um like it's like i don't know i i really like it i like doing i'm I'm looking around my studio and i was like what else can i burn (laughs) what what other paintings have failed me and that i can now you know (laughs) that i can now give new life to by disintegrating half of it Mm. um (laughs) i don't know this is weird no but i was like saying like how like you uh you're saying like it's hard to describe like how the pieces come to you it's it's strange with photography because photography and this like the podcasting and just photography in general photography like i like it because i'm like i'm out and about and uh, it's like seeing where your eye is like landing and it's like all right yeah like and it feels like it's a strange philosophy that i've not necessarily so much subscribed to but it's uh 
you picture your life kind of like a film, right? And like all yeah. of these yeah. moments that are like everything right now is 24 frames per second. I'm seeing you, you're seeing me, and everything is just we're all just single shot, like it's all <laughs> just single images yeah. compiled into a. And your consciousness is essentially an editing of an entire film, like all of all wow, of your all, deep. all of your yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's very deep. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why I have a nutcase. Uh, <laughs> like, like, what's it called? Uh, so there's like the deliverable of the divine, which is like the inspiration that you'll see, like you'll take in a piece of art and like kind of like an AI. You'll like, you know, you'll devour it and you'll pick your parts of it. And it's like, oh, I'm fed this Van Gogh painting or lights, camera, action, whatever the fuck this piece is. Uh, and like, you'll be reactive to it and your, your eye is trained into these things. So now you see the world in like a different light. And like, yeah, my thing is like, there's feeling when it comes to photography. And you'll notice like, you'll see you'll see your mood getting reflected in the subjects that you choose to see and it's strange that you choose in that to see. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's like it's all the reactivity of your eye and it's strange because the other day my friend was over here and she had a photo shoot she was giving just headshots and then she was asking me like like how do you get like the subjects to relax i'm like i fucking don't i just fucking take their photo i mean yeah i, you know, I, mean, I just like i don't there's no thing to it but it's strange now too because i'm in art school now i kind of want to hear about your art school days too but i'm in art school now and i i I always was always a little envious of painters because like they don't they're not like i'm reactive to what the city is feeding me like i love to hear the city breathe and that's like my favorite and it brings me calm like there's like you find calming in your like your your work so where are you going to school uh, i go to pccc which is not Passaic County Correctional Facility. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Passaic County Community College. Shout out to... I've taken drawing one and figure drawing, and I'm about to take printmaking. Uh, oh, I really want to learn printmaking. And shout out to Boris after I learned screen printing. I'm probably hanging out with that guy. That's but, uh, cool. I That's really want to learn cool. screen printing because I, I did a run of t-shirts for uh, the Pattersonian and I want to like... Oh, that's cool. I like That's making... Very... I want to do something with my photography because I feel like it's my strong point. Yeah. But I also want to get into painting, painting. Like, uh, But figure drawing was great. Figure drawing was one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. It's that was... It's a hard thing to master. I mean, you're always learning. You're always... You know, you have to always do it. And that was my that was sort of something that I regret. I loved art school. I went to School of Visual Arts in Manhattan. Oh, you went to SVA? Yeah, I went to SVA. And this was from 88 to 92. Damn. So this was like a really cool time to be in the city. I mean, it kind of just missed all the really cool time (laughs) to be in the city. But yeah, just just right. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Everybody died. Everybody had a (laughs) way too fun of a time. (laughs) I know. But I loved New York so much. I loved being in the city all the time just the energy there yeah but i was you know it i feel like it's all wasted sometimes on the youth because you just i wasn't focused as i wanted to be like i was gonna go in there i was gonna be focused and everything and then you get in there and you like you just you know you meet people and you hang out and then you go out and you hang outside and of the of the school and you you know you go you know yeah you do you do all that stuff and you know, Sometimes the life consumes you more than the fucking work. The social life consumed me more, which was bad, because I really wanted to focus more on the work. So, um, I majored in illustration, which was the biggest mistake of really? my life. Yeah, Why? Because, Why is that? Well, actually, I for so in your second year you have to pick a major, and actually I picked I picked um, graphic design and. Uh, what was it uh commercial art Mm. so i i started these classes and literally the second week i was like i'm i'm this is not me i'm out of here and i went to the registrar's office and i changed to illustration because because it was like you know your parents are paying for art school and you're like you know you got to get a job after art school and i figured illustration might be something that i could do Mm. um and i was so wrong i mean (laughs) illustration is like the farthest thing 
from anything I ever wanted to do. It's like, I mean, these classes were like, they Intense. were interesting, but I kept doing, P you know, my instructors would say, you know, this isn't really the direction, you know, like you're, you're not listening to the direction. And I was like, well, this is what I'm, but this is how I, how, feel. How I feel about it. And they're like, you're not supposed to feel about it. You're supposed to, you're supposed this to is, do the goddamn children's the, book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is editorial illustration. You're supposed to, you know, I'm like, but I did look at the play. I did read the book. I did it like, this is what it is. Mm. You know, you're like, no, but it's they not. They illustrating you know. plays. Uh, um, uh, posters for for operas, oh, okay. so like posters for plays and you know like uh, stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. Um, you know you're supposed to just I'm like that's fucking make terrible, it. Like, that's, a, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, like I gotta do that for my screen. Please. Well, one of the instructors were well, I don't, you know what? I don't want to talk about one of the instructors. Oh, all good, all good, all <laughs> good, all good. They were getting into a whole thing, Beep. but um, uh. <laughs> no. No, you but I mean, <laughs> and now, well, you know, it's, it's the assignments just came from what they were doing, you know, because mm. a lot of the instructors were, were working illustrators, you know, so yeah. we were doing uh, storyboard stuff. artists. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And, and um, it's just not what I wanted to do. And it, it, I just, I felt like, so after the first semester, I took a semester off. Mm. to sort of contemplate what I was doing there, mm. you know, and I was sort of painting and, and doing, like, stupid paintings, dumbass work during that time, just trying like to what? <laughs> experimenting <laughs> on, you know. no bad notes paint. in jazz. Or no That's wrong notes true, in jazz. I know. I was experimenting, just painting, like, yeah. a lot of I just do it with line man shit. now. He's, so. he's, and he's my baby. He's my baby. <laughs> I love it. I, because, like, everybody was really into anime during this fucking figure drawing class. Like, everybody's looking, mm. like... And they were really into drawing. I'm just, yeah. like, I just want to do photography and, like, not have somebody punch me. Because <laughs> fucking, like... <laughs> and like I, yeah, and I just felt like I couldn't draw well either, and I just... And I, I mean, when I came back to school a semester later, I had some really good instructors. Mm. Real, I chose really good instructors that helped me, you know... I can I could now like get into drawing the figure. I could like by the end of college, I was like doing it really well and mm. you know was able to paint really well and I was doing all of that, but I still didn't like this whole illustrative world. Mm. And you know when I we had like an import portfolio instructor and you know we met with him at the end. You know it was like before we graduate and stuff and and yeah. he's like you get know your shit together. he's like you really should have you really like your work is just more t fine art. You should have just gone into fine art. Yeah. And I said I know, but it's too late. And he's like it's not really. He goes you can just you know just continue and go into fine art. He's like you don't have to graduate. And it was just like, oh, don't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me that. Because I would have loved to have done that. I yeah. would have loved to have done that and, and, and spend... Just trying to get another two semesters, I think. <laughs> well, he was an illustrator. He didn't care one way oh, or the okay. other. And he really didn't. Like, he was one of those guys. He didn't care what you did. Like, he yeah. didn't have any feelings towards anybody yeah. whatsoever. But he was just like, you know, this is something you're not... Illustration is just really not your thing. And I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. But here I was, you know, and I graduated. And, you know, I didn't want my parents to have to put up with another couple years and pay yeah. for all that. And I felt bad for them. And so I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to go on and, and, you know, see what, what happens. <laughs> so, you know, illustration did not work out. <laughs> and then um, I did get this little painting that I made with photography in it, no less, um... It's like kind of like a collage thing, and I got into this little gallery in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Mm. This little like new gallery run by an artist, you know, one of those you know yeah. avant-garde things. And they loved it, and they were showing it. I was like, Hope, oh, this is, Alex Hope is one yeah, it's a great place. That I mean, the gallery <laughs> only lasted like a year or whatever, but it was so amazing to be part of like a group show with other artists and show your work. And, mm. and I was like. This is what I. This is what I want to do. Like this is what I want. I don't want to do illustration. I want to do this. But then it's like, how are you going to make money? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So is so, capitalism gone wild, ladies and gentlemen? In stores so now. <laughs> yeah. To uh, make a long story short, I found decorative painting, which you know, made a good living for myself doing that. Right. Um, but the whole time was like painting, painting, painting was always there. But at that time, of course, you don't find your voice, I don't feel, until much later. You know, I didn't mm. find my voice in painting, and I was doing all kinds of, like, weird, you know, like I said, creature paintings and things like that, which was fun. It's like building I had a blocks. great time. I still showed in, like, cafes and stuff mm. and little places around, and it was really fun. And But I, I didn't really find my voice in painting until, I would say, uh, 2012, mm. when... 
yeah when things just started to really click together it all kind of clicked like a like a puzzle just kind of and then it just built on there and now I'm now I really feel good about what I'm doing so it's but I want to get you know I want to do more I want to do like feel, so much more how does it feel being on the other side of and curating and working with with artists to be able to like showcase their pieces that's like um, you that's, know that's got to be like I don't know. That's you know. What, I worked as an assistant curator, but like I, I wasn't like it, actually. I was I was an art dealer. I was like an intern at a spot, but I never got to be able to like, like what is that like? You like, know. Um, well, I started curating work in like 2013 when no earlier than that 2012 when my friend, my best friend who had passed, uh, we did. Um, she was a jewelry maker. She made amazing mm. jewelry with really wild you know beads and bones and things like that but like really different stuff and um we wanted to she's always wanted a boutique and i always wanted to kind of have a gallery in a sense you know and we put up we put together a pop-up market Mm. that we put on like on the weekend we did it like three times during the course of of a year and a half Mm. and um i was curating it like putting putting artwork in and putting artists in and and mm. um and then like a local cafe said oh would you curate you know for us and which i did and and then we opened up uh, a gallery like a real mm. gallery uh boutique in downtown jersey city called cool. the raven gallery and boutique mm. and we opened that in 2014 and we were we thought like let's just give it a try there was like this really tiny store on newark avenue near uh white eagle hall and uh, Mm. before they opened actually and it was really cheap rent and it was like a 10 by 60 space Mm. (laughs) 10 by 60 it was like it was like a long yeah it was really it was was like a long closet long closet and um we thought you know what why don't we just try it for like a year just because you know she really wanted to do the store thing and i wanted to do i wanted to have like a gallery thing and i was painting furniture at the time i was mm. you know as part of my business and i wanted to, i wanted a place to sell it mm. and you know showcase it and it was seemed like a really perfect thing mm. uh and the rent was right so we were like let's do it for a year like what the hell yeah and um it was great i mean you know we became like this local you know gallery that had great parties great receptions you know we were always yep. on the street it was Everybody's like it was packed. it was i mean you know we have such great pictures and memories of that place and we showed everybody in town even people from artists from like trenton Penn, pennsylvania would come mm. and show their art there and good. we That's found so cool. artists from all over the place they found us really and um javiera javi who's my friend she was just so awesome at doing this because she just went in full force we both kept our jobs i mean Mm. i was still decorative painting and she was a social worker for a school district and she wasn't going to give up her job because it was a good job and so we we were open on the weekends which you know it was like it was hard because you want to be open every day and you want to you know but we couldn't do it that way so we were open on the weekends um i think like the first six months we we were doing really well mm-hmm. and then we plateaued and then we you know we were like scrambling for rent and stuff like that and mm. but it after like the first year the landlord raised the rent and it was like all right you know yeah. what are we gonna do so we kept it going for three and a half years actually and uh and then we had to call it quits because he just jacked up the rent too much and we just couldn't do like i just couldn't do it like she could but i couldn't with because my i was a freelancer basically i mean Mm. doing decorative work was you know i never knew where my next paycheck was coming from and and it was my only source of income and it was you know it was here and there at that time so like we couldn't keep it up so Mm. we had to close it which was really sad um but then i was asked to curate things here and there and 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 then art house eventually asked me to curate for them and it was it was like it's really fun to curate other artists i love showcasing other artists and you know putting them in the spotlight and i love you know showing art that i love and the artists that i love and and it's really fun and rewarding of course you have this like double life where you feel like I'm putting in energy to you when I should be putting it into myself. You know? It's like, it's it's like, like directing and acting. A it's little bit. exactly. Yeah. It's like you, and 
as much as I love it at the same time, it's like, why am I doing this? I yeah. want to focus on my own work all the time. Well, you know, you do just, have some work getting showcased know, on September 9th, guys. <laughs> September 9th. September 9th. Thanks for the plug. No, no, I know, I know. And that's and that's that's really great. And I'm so appreciative of the opportunity. Um, I'm always appreciative <laughs> of, of any opportunity to show my work anywhere. But um, but it does... it. I don't know. I guess when I'm doing it, I don't think about myself. I think about, you yeah. know, the artist and I think about the kind of show I'm putting up and the kind and what do I want to present to the world, you know, the Jersey City world and and um how can I get their work sold? You know, that's always there and and stuff. And then I go home and I'm like, okay, now I got to figure it out for myself. Yeah, I got to get it. So, I can separate it. Um, you know, it's I'm never sort of in that weird space where I'm like jealous of them. I yeah. I'm not. I I because we, it's like everybody does things so differently. Like every artist does their own thing. You yeah. can't do be that. Like I don't. I find a hard time being that way. You know, because it's like if they're getting success for what they do, it's like because it's what they do. Mm. You know, and if I get a little success because of what I'm doing, it's because of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. So, mm. it's it's just time. It's the thing I'm I'm envious is the time of like I just want more time to do yeah, for me. Yeah. So, but it's my fault, you know. It's my it's <laughs> all my fault. It's like I have to carve out the time. Yeah, it's you know, you have to carve out the time for yourself, and you have to you have to make that a priority. And um, I have sometimes, and sometimes I haven't. And it's and that's where the fight is. It's to prioritize what you want most in life and make that a priority and do it. And that's always what I seem to be fighting against, you that's know. Why, that's why I really liked in seven. It's weird. It's because like I like that that fucking that this this is seven I got seven, seven day, days. Exactly. Seven everybody days. Everybody leave me alone. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? like, yes. like, like I have to hold down the like like commodities business um, like, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and like, you know, doing other stuff and like, you know, I'm just like I need to get a film out, and now I have a fucking film. Like, I feel good, but now I'm like, I need to make another film. Like, I know. That's yeah. the way I feel, too. I yeah. feel like, you know, that you... Uh, that's why you, I love photography. It's little steps. It's the consistency. Right, right. The consistency of just, like, you know, it's weird. It's strange because, like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a hopper a little bit. I'm very, like, I have a pretty crazy ADD brain. Even when I'm like doing stuff with the Mondays with Mav, shout out to Mondays with Mav. Uh, but like, like I, I can't stick with one instrument. I'm like, I want to play the bass for a little bit. That's like me on a camera. And then it's like, I want to play like, you know, I want to play the drums a little bit. It's like writing or like fucking podcasting or just taking photos and like painting. But yeah. it's those little, little consistent steps are like what I found a lot of growth but like yeah. for project projects and like going and doing them it's like I need like blocks man it's just isolation a little bit yeah. solitude is a very is a, is a fucking that's where residencies are really great I did a residency in 21 which it was I created a lot of work um, it was three months but I wasn't I was still living at home it was, uh, it was in Jersey City so I can just you know go there every mm. day but I wasn't working, so like I didn't work. Mm. I um, just did the residency, and it was amazing because I just focused on my work. Yeah. And I created some really nice pieces out of that. I like really, you know, favorites of mine, and and it's so hard to carve that block of time. Yeah, yeah, like I would I love know. to just do that. It's like okay, I'm going to take two months off, and I'm just going to be in my studio. And it's it's hard to do that because yeah. you're constantly thinking about all the other things you have to do. Oh, yeah, for me, yeah. it's like, you know, Art House is, is a great place for me to be, but there's so much going on all the time, yeah. and there's so many things I'm involved in. It's like my brain is always on it somehow. It's like yeah. I wake up thinking, okay, what is that thing I have to do for, you know, <laughs> for this <laughs> event and, that, and for this show? And it's always there. Yeah. And I'm and for myself I'm thinking of my own things too yeah so it's like you know this AD yeah, yeah. brain of like just trying to get all of the things done and then oh I forgot I have to actually yeah, go I'll, grocery I'll, shopping I'll, and pay my bills <laughs> I, I have haven't to do had things too. haven't had a scheduled day in like maybe I mean I have scheduled days but yeah. I don't like fucking like I'm, I don't like I don't have a schedule schedule 
but I've been busy for the past like six years. No, so, yeah. it's right. I try to write schedule. I try to write oh, a schedule, it's and it never works. Impossible. I always throw it. It's why well, I just give works. people my number. I'm like, yo, text me the day before this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. I had a Calendly thing. I have the apps. Fucking try to write them down. Doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, I'm like no. Wednesday. Wednesday. Like tomorrow. I was like, I, I don't know if I schedule somebody for tomorrow, but I have to go to AC with my little cousin. Oh my need god! Need to go to AC, but <laughs> yeah. I have a physical calendar. I have a notebook, and then my phone. And it's like I'm, you know, constantly making the lists yeah. for myself, for art house, for life. You know, all these things. And then I have a, you know, book of the art ideas and all the things I want to get to and do. And it's and it's just after a while, you just okay. It's like I have to enjoy the moment. Like I have to enjoy yeah. this moment that I am here with you yes, doing this yes. podcast, right? Yeah. Enjoy having this conversation about it, and then at the same time thinking about all the things that I have to get to. You know? Oh no, it's, I, like, it's the same. One thing, one piece <laughs> of advice that I mean, I've picked up, and it's weird because it's a work day, but it's not a work day. But it's still a work day. Yeah, yeah. Is I do banya, I do uh, the Russian the Russian sauna shit. Uh, shout oh, out to Alex Pereira really? for turning me on to this shit. I take one day out of the month and I have a banya day, right? And I'm going, and it's normally like just settling bills. Like I'm like, all right, like let me pay this thing, let me do this, and I'm like, yeah. and I go with a single objective, and like, it'd be something as mundane as like uploading fucking episodes or changing like artwork or like ordering a bunch of shit i don't know like you yeah. know that's shit that's like piled up mm-hmm. it's, like all, it's like a clear the desk day but clearing the desk is a very stressful time where it's like shit it everywhere, is very shit everywhere. yeah yeah it is very i go stressful. and I, I fucking i do like maybe like 10 percent or like 25 percent each i'm on a computer i hate computer work me too. Uh, yeah, fucking, uh, <laughs> and then I, I just jump into like some freezing cold water, and then I'm like, and then your mind goes into survival mode. Oh my and, god! Yeah, yeah, your I mind's like, do ah, that. Uh, and then that. it's completely clear. <laughs> then I'm like, all right, let me go on the Excel sheet one more time. <laughs> <laughs> works, works. I don't know, but to each his own. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know. But maybe, maybe jump into some freezing cold water. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mm, I don't know about that. I probably should, but I don't know if I'll do that anytime soon. So, <laughs> September 9th, we have a... September 9th. Um, September 8th is a preview. Mm. And that's going to be special because it's going to include dancer Miranda Dahl of Prototype. Yay, Miranda. Shout out to Miranda. Shout out to Miranda. Miranda she is going to do a special performance uh, in the gallery, and folks are going to gather outside of the gallery to watch it. Woo! So it's going to be very, it'll be short, but it effective. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the preview. And then the opening, official opening reception is Saturday, September 9th from 5 to 8 at Art House Productions, 345 Marin Boulevard in Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> That's my plug. <laughs> and uh, where can we find you on social media? Just Instagram. It's Andrea McKenna 19. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I don't, I don't, don't really. Die. Nobody uses no, it anymore. No, it just, things get shared to Facebook for Instagram. And I'm like, oh, did that share to Facebook? <laughs> but no, it's mainly right now Instagram. Um, yeah, that's right. it. Andrea McKenna, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. No problem. Afternoon FM. Stay beautiful, people.